going to be honest, I, I kind of feel like I could do anything I want with my two protectors sitting in here right now. Brendan Stein, one of the newest members of the Nebraska Football Hall of Fame, played in the late 90s, early 2000s. Tony Finotti, welcome back, man. So great to have you back here along with a lot of uh, you know former Huskers that were given maybe the, the greatest honor there is in being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, appreciate it. It's good to be back. It's been a while. So. We were just talking off air, some, some shiny new toys <laughs> since you've been back here. You probably took a little while to get your bearings, huh? So. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that's been added on since, uh, since I came here. So. Before we get into kind of some football chatter, where are you at? What are you doing? How's the family? Get, give it, get, us, get us updated on, on where you've been with your life. Well, I'm in Salt Lake right now, Utah. Uh, just dealing with my daughters. <laughs> my oldest daughter goes to college at Weber State, and my youngest daughter is a sophomore. Uh, she's in Hawaii, though. Uh, but she comes up every so often. But just busy with that. You were a part of maybe the, the tail end of some of the greatest generational linemen we had at Nebraska. What's it like to see guys like Brendan and to see other guys again and you know, kind of reminisce in those times when Nebraska's offensive line, you know, now in the day and age in college football where everything's about wide receivers and quarterbacks and the flashy guys, you know, in the good old days it was, it was you brutes up, up front. What's it like to just spend time with Brendan and see some other guys and names on the walls of, of the, the names that helped build this place? Man, it's been good. You know, you, coming here, like those three years, I saw those names. That's what you looked at, and that's what you, you know, for me, that's what we try to strive for. I came in with, like, Jason Schwab, Hochstein, you know, Russ, Dominic, and then Dave, I mean, Adam Jones and Dave Vogel. So those guys made sure that I knew who Brandon Style was, who, you know, all those guys were, starting with uh, Remington, you know. So, you know, our O-line coach, Mill Tenniper, uh, rest in peace, man. That, that man instilled in us what it was like to be, and alignment, you know, and we we took pride in that. You know, we always, like I said, we worked out together, we sweated together, we, we bled together, so it was just a, it was just crazy to come into that. I want you to talk about Milt. I know how much he meant to you. I can only imagine how he meant how much he meant to him and to everybody else through the program. What's it like having a guy that you know was getting the same messages you were getting long after you were gone, and and you you both probably had that same special relationship with with Milt. Yeah, you know Milt. You know, and Tonu, he talked about it last night. Um, Noah was a father figure to us. Um, you know, he wasn't really high on emotions, never too low. Uh, always really let you know where you stood and what you had to do uh, to get to where you wanted to go. And, and really kind of set the, the tone early on with you in your career. He would say, where do you want to go? What are your goals? And he would, he would come back to you every year after spring ball, right? What are your goals? What do you want? And, and I think he had probably the expectation of all of us wanting to you know have lofty goals that was one of his favorite words that's a little lofty right yeah but uh, you know I mean I think Milt um, you know he impacted all of our lives um, you know he coached so many great players and and like um, you know Tonu talked about you came to Nebraska wanting to not let him down not let the tradition of the pipeline down and um, you know he was just a great guy to be around you know he was uh, he was very creative uh, in his uh, methodology. Uh, he knew exactly what he wanted. He didn't try to do anything. He didn't try to reinvent the wheel. He did exactly every single day what he knew would get us great. And it was all about hard work, um, you know, in the weight room, out on the practice field, and really uh, letting those games come to you and, and being a lot easier, you know, after all that work. So... 
Tell us a little bit about how you ended up here from the islands of Hawaii. I mean, obviously, Dominic, too. Um, you know, kind of cool seeing you guys culminate in the center of our country in Lincoln, Nebraska, um, from, from Hawaii. Tell us a little bit about what about this place interested you and, you know, want to invest a, some, some important years in your life here. So, I mean, my, my story is funny. I kind of mentioned it a little bit at that, uh, that dinner last night. Um, I was in, I spent my junior Camino uh, over there in Oceanside, California. Uh, you know, my, my mom's sisters and siblings went there, so we needed to get exposure, and uh, that we chose to go there. And um, Coach Brown kind of touched base with me a little bit when I was there. He's good friends with our head coach at the time, Irv Meyer, and my willing coach there was uh, uh, Denneke. And so, that's, you know, I just met Coach Brown. It wasn't, wasn't anything too serious, but then, you know, I ended up moving to Hawaii because I wasn't doing very well with my grades, you know, it's a little bit different from Hawaii to California. And then uh, I went back to, when I moved back to Hawaii, uh, Darlington just so happened to be there. You know, he was the guy for Hawaii, so. You know, my mom just kind of hit them up. She was my guidance counselor, you know, she hit them up and was just like, you know, was going through the recruiting stuff, all that. Kentucky hit me up, I went on a trip with them, and then Arizona, Colorado, and then BYU, and then, you know, Nebraska had sent me a media guy. And I was like, man, I was already into red. My high school was, you know, uh, Coke Red Raiders, and you know, red was our colors. So, you know, Nebraska just sent me this thing. I was like, shoot, I wouldn't mind going there. <laughs> you know, so we got that media thing, and then uh, you know, my dad, my dad uh, did his research, looked through the who's starting, who's not starting, who could, who, who's sophomores, who's freshmen, all that stuff. And he just kind of like, you know, it might be a good school to, to, to look at because you might have a chance. I was like, okay, yeah, that's kind of, all right, whatever. But when my mom called, um, you know, we had sent some, uh, my coach had sent some film in and uh, just kind of asked the GA at the time, like, hey, what do you think? You know, what do you think about my son? And the GA was like, oh, we're not interested. <laughs> So like my mom, my mom told me I was like, damn. I was like, man, that's you know. I, I mean, I visited Kentucky, Colorado. I was like, man, I, it was my last trip to BYU, and I was like, BYU was like number two, and I was like, that's like, uh, okay, I guess I'll go there if, if I need to, you know what I mean? And then uh, uh, Darlington calls back and was just like. We are so sorry. We got the wrong. We were our GA was looking at the wrong guy, <laughs> at the wrong number. We are so interested in son. And like, what do you think about coming? You know, making it our last trip, your last trip. My mom looked at me. I said, no question. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as he said, hey, they're interested. So I'm going there. I'm going right there. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'll go on this trip to BYU. I'll have fun a little bit, and then. Uh, Man, I, I'm, I'm big red. I'm it. That's it. That's it. That's that's the one for me. So um, that's that's how I ended up here. Well, red looks good on you. I can tell you that. Man, for free. I, yeah, I got a red truck, so it's <laughs> <laughs> looks great. Um, chat with uh, Tony Finotti here on the uh, Husker Game Day Show, presented by Midwest Four Dealers. Visit buyfornow.com for all your truck, SUV, and electric vehicle needs. I've been fortunate enough to spend quite a bit of time in Maui, so I know what the weather's oh, like in yeah, Hawaii. You remember your first winter in Lincoln? Well, I, uh, it's funny you bring that up. My first winter here, uh, Kim Shellpepper is one of uh, you know the academic advisors here. Dennis LeBlanc was the you know the head guy, but Kim Shellpepper was like, I 
you know, she goes, how was it? I was like, man, there's snow angels in the yard. <laughs> I did it without a shirt. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, you remember the next day? I said, yes, I did. And she was like, you remember how sick you were? I was like, yeah, but it was worth it. Yeah. I was like, man, I love it here. I was, you know, Hawaii is humid, hot, and it's, it never takes a break. I mean, you get the your breeze depending on what side you live on, but being able to like just be cool and wear shorts and tank tops for me was like, oh, I love it here. <laughs> One of the things I was, I've, I've been blessed with, with spending you know, a significant amount of time with our, our football players here is how comforting it is for the players not from Nebraska to have somebody from familiar area, you know, a couple kids from Louisiana or a couple kids from Texas, get some Cali boys in here. Yeah. How helpful was it for you to have a little taste of home with Dominic and, you know, someone who just at least familiar with the same things you were? Well, yeah, it wasn't just Dom. So it was, I mean, it was, it was cool. It made it so much easier to, to he took me under his wing and everything and uh, just kind of showed me the ropes of what Lincoln is, how Lincoln is, and, uh, you know, just how they were with their football. So it was, I, man, it was so close to home because my high school in the North Shore, Kahuku, is like the, like the only school for miles. So I was like, we take up a lot of realty of, of, of that whole North Shore side. So coming here was like, man, it's just like home. So, and then having like, uh, Dominic Raiola and then Tony Tata, mm -hmm. um, and then the guy that came, uh, the guys that came in with me were uh, Junior Tangawai and uh, Dan Walter. Dan Walter was from California, but you know it was just having a bunch of island guys there. It just it made it like home. Tell us about last night, and I, I, know, I know you guys both have memories from playing, and maybe certain games stand out. Getting drafted in the second round, I'm sure, is a memory that sticks with you, but. It's a little different when you're here and you're kind of reliving it and seeing names on the walls and seeing guys like Brendan in the flesh. What was that like last night to get to experience that? You know, I was talking to Brendan before before the whole thing started. He goes, "Hey, it's gonna you're gonna get a little emotional." I was like, "Just be prepared." And I was like, "Man, I'm, I'm good. I'm good." Like this, you know, even like when they told me that I was coming, I thought it was I thought Bob was joking to me. I was like, "Are you sure?" He goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, you made it in." So I was like, "Okay." But anyway, after talking to Brendan, he's like, "You're gonna get real emotional." I said, like, oh, "I'm good. I'm good." As soon as I get up there, I took about ten seconds just to kind of gather myself. I was like. I was like, Brandon, you were right. Yep. I said, I'm glad we didn't take a bet on that one. I, like, I would have lost miserably. But it, you know, Lincoln is home to me. Like, it's, it, it's just always been that way. And I know I haven't come back, but, like, I always, I, anybody, anytime anybody brings up, what was it like in Lincoln? I was like, man, it was the best time of my life. It wasn't even, like, going out and, like, hanging out with your friends. It was just being in the locker room. Coming out to the stadium and the people just loving you as if they were your own. I didn't feel like I got that anywhere else, you know. And so it was just a different atmosphere here in Lincoln. And I've always just had a special place in my heart for Lincoln. This might be a question for both of you. Because when you're a college kid, maybe you don't realize it, right? You're worried about football. Maybe you're worried about getting drafted. Some of you are worried about girls and some other things. You really don't have that perspective until a certain degree after you're, you hang up your end helmet for the last time. When did it hit you? How much this place actually meant to you? Well, you know, for me, you know, it's such a whirlwind. You know, you go through, you know, your career here at Nebraska, and if you have a chance to play at the next level, you go through a process of playing in all-star games, going to the combine, and then getting drafted, and then boom, you're in a mini camp. And next thing you know, you're in the season. And it, for me, it really didn't hit me until I retired and came back here for the Hall of Fame. 
that's when it hit me. And I told him that last night. I said, I mean, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I had no idea how, how much of the emotion and the memories, everything just flooded back. But that was for me when it really hit home to where how special this place was for me. I'm going to have to agree with that. Last <laughs> night, last night was, uh, yeah, it hit me like a ton of bricks. What are you um, most looking forward to about today? I mean, the game day, the, the game day part of it. I mean, what, what do you think it's going to feel like? You, you're going to put yourself in a helmet again, and, 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 and is it is it going to feel like that, or is it just going to be like, you know, an old timer just watching a sport? What's it going to feel like? No, I, I kind of went through like my little ritual I did when I was here. So, <laughs> you know, I, 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 my mom needed to do some things and uh, get some things from Walmart, and, and so you know, all kind of taking her around. And I'm just playing old school R&B music just because I didn't want to be too hyped up. And, you know, I did R&B, like 90s R&B at the time when I was here because that was the only thing that would keep me leveled until, like, game time. And, you know, talking to Matt Davis yesterday, he was like, man, I remember you watching you in your locker room. Five minutes before the game, you're, like, sleeping with your headphones on. <laughs> five minutes later, you're trying to kill everybody on the field. I was like, well, you know, I mean, that's, I mean, that's just when you come here and when I talk about like the tradition of being an old lineman, it's not roses and sweets, and it's not that at all. Like it's carnage, it's chaos, it's it's physicality, it's everything. Like so, like for me, this game day, I'm like, man, I'm preparing too, along with these guys. But you know, I'm not putting the pads yeah. on, which is to me, I'm like, all right, I'm kind of past that point because old now. No, but. you could still do it. <laughs> I, I'm looking at you, and I'm telling you, you both could probably still do it. No, but it's just, it's man, I I still feel like I go through the ritual. Like I went, I went after I dropped my mom off at her hotel room. I went to my hotel and I just laid there, just kind of sitting there. I was just like going through. Okay, what it, what could they do today? Like hopefully they, hopefully the old lineman today just crush it, man. Yeah. It's so cool to hear stories like this, to see players like you come back and get to retell these stories. I mean, we wish we had an hour to do this. Fortunately, we don't. We have time limit. Um, but it's great great to have you back. Uh, hopefully this weekend's everything you'd hope to be. And congratulations, man. It's a big honor. Man, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for you know letting me come on and, and speak a little bit. I know I don't speak too much. so you know. But th just thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's our pleasure. Tony Finotti joining us here on the Dakota Mac Husker Game Day Show. Again, one of the newest members of the Nebraska Football Hall of Fame, one of the highest honors there is to have. And um, he is now you know, an elite company in being able to say that.